Jay and Doug. Come on, Guys, hear about this? When did it happen? Monday. Actually, I don't know when it. Well, you don't send me the story. I think I think you. Exa- I'm now doing Jim's job for him. <laughs> you exaggerated the tease as well in this one, don't I believe? But that's okay. We'll get into that. Hey, I tell you what, an elderly couple though. Smoking meth. That's, a, that's nah, it. No, it wasn't quite that. But an elderly couple living in Melbourne, they've received a shock, a shock of their lifetime after signing. They signed for the wrong del- uh, mail parcel, right? Mm-hmm. What they received was uh, around about $10 million worth of ice, the old drug ice. How's that? I don't know. I don't uh, remember ordering this, hun, do you? Here How we go. $10 million worth of pee. I think it's rock salt. Chuck it in the grinder. <laughs> <laughs> this is a delicious dinner. I tell you what, here's the best part about this news. It was delivered yesterday afternoon, so this story is very, very oh, fresh. Is, see, when Dunks does your job, you're on it. Yeah. twenty. No, the 20 kgs, methamphetamine, 20 kgs methamphetamine. you got to be joking. Street value, $10 million. So they they uh, contacted the police and they told them they had 10 kgs of it. <laughs> There's a little joke there. Um, did I say that wrong? Methem. I'm just going by what was on the old story. It said meth You've still almost got it, Jim. Yeah. Keep the acid on. Um, it's a hell of a thing. Mithlam. It's not mithlam. Tell you what, Australians, when it comes to getting surprise packages of illegal substances, are very honest. It wasn't that long ago that um, the kikers found 20 kilos of cocaine floating in the harbour when they were out for a paddle. First thing they did was uh, take it straight to the police. I don't even know if I'd want to touch um, 20 kg worth of coke because you just you'd be looking out for a sniper. You pick the thing up, be like, poof, you just yeah. fall out of your car and a, sink uh, the bottom of Sydney Harbour. I was a flat with a couple of guys, and they were doing a bit of road trip around Wellington. They came across like a, a, a basically a cliff where they're going to take some photos, or what have you. There was a, a broken safe there, and inside it, a massive bag, big bag of white powder. They took photos jokingly, and then they thought, should we? Um, should we go home with us? But then, of course, it just dawned on them, like, hang on a minute, somebody could be watching us right now. Debate station. Yeah, yeah. They said it's actually a very terrifying situation. They got out of there as quick as they could. Here's um, a pretty gnarly yarn about the same sort of thing. Um, we had a caller once that rang the radio station, and he said he was out for a run, I think it was um, just north of Wellington, and heard a police chase going on, and then... <laughs> Um, I saw a big bag getting thrown over from the road up above and then it flew onto the track. $30,000. Took it home. Oh, are you meaning cash? Wood. Mm. The guy had other things on his plate, so he's like, I'll just take this now. That guy's getting chased by the cops. Took thirty grand home. Really? Yeah. Hey, uh, let's finish this segment by listening to Jim try and say methamphetamine. Mithla, methamphetamine, methamphetamine. No, see, see on you. Hang on a minute. Mithla, methamphetamine, methamphetamine. Mithla, methamphetamine. See, I wasn't too sure. I'm just going by what was in the story, and I thought maybe it's a different type of methamphetamine. It's methamphetamine. All right, mate. Mithla, methamphetamine. Jay and Dunk. The Rock. Time to check in with our unusual, unusual news. Coming up at 5.30, happily single man whose only set of sheets haven't dried going bareback tonight. And later at 6.20, new study finds Holden versus Ford debate, just a male version of astrology. But now, freakishly tall mate pops squat and photo. Thanks to the Batuta Advocate, your unusual headlines. Good afternoon. For your unusual headlines this hour, I'm Sean Piercy. Waikato's own Peter Pistol Sawyer has today moved quickly to provide a more aesthetic average height to his group of mates. During a long-awaited boys' trip to Hamilton from Te Aumuru, Pistol and his friends were snapped by a local venue photographer during happy hour at the iconic House on Hood. 
Pistol took the opportunity to not be such a big downer and crashed on the ground, kind of like a rap album. He later said, every time a camera comes out, I have to hit the deck. I never want to mess up the group shot. If I don't squat, then the photographer usually has to take a few steps back. <laughs> Pistol also added thoughtfully, dance floors are the worst. I can never truly cut shapes without being the most visible man on the dance floor. I'm more of a clap and twist while hunched over on the outskirts of the D-floor kind of guy. For News Hub and the Batuta Advocate, I'm Sean Piercy. So enjoyable. Jay and Dunks drive home. So this happened uh, around about 11 or 12 minutes ago. We phoned a text message back as we sometimes do. We go, oh, that's a bloody good, uh, that's a bloody good message. Um, we'll, we'll get them on the radio. And we rang back one and we got one um, with a hell of a throwback answer phone message. And if you're a little bit younger, you won't remember these. But if you're our age, so like, you know, um, early Washed 30s. Washed up 30s. <laughs> Oh, come on, mate, early 30s. <laughs> I've got another couple of years before I have to see mid. Um, and you used to pay about six ninety nine for these, I think, and you could keep them for as long as you wanted. This bloke has kept it for a long bloody time. About 20 years. Hey, man, due to global mobilisation, you can't make conversation with... Andrew Smith. <laughs> But no consternation. Just leave vocalization after audio notification. <laughs> At the time, yes! wow. your message. That is the greatest answer phone ever. Andrew Smith, how did you manage to get the guy off the just you said to record your voice <laughs> your voicemail? Jeez, I missed me a wacky welcome. Or they call wicked welcomes. They are good. If you've got one of those, text us your number. We'll call you back. 3520. Right. <sighs> That's where we're at. So do text. Like I said, uh, we were recording that before. 3520. I'd really love to hear that again. <laughs> Should we just go again? I'll fast forward it. Okay. I like it. It just stops it. Due to global... Hey, man. Due to global mobilisation, you can't make conversation with... Andrew. Andrew. Seamless. <laughs> But no consternation. Just leave vocalization after audio notification. <laughs> At the time, yes! wow, 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 wow. Get texted if you've still got one of those. Um, or you know someone that does. You'll probably know someone. You'll, there'll be that punishing battler mate of yours that hasn't changed your answering machine message. You'll be able to sell them out so we can give them a bell. Oh, yes. Okay, we've had a couple come through. We've got a Samuel L. Jackson one to ring back, and someone else has said they've got yes. a wicked welcome and another number. Oh, they're flying through. Okay, we're going to play three songs, and we're going to be back with as many of these as we can get in a row. Jeez, oh, they need to bring them back. Or maybe not. I reckon there's some, probably some that are pretty um, politically incorrect. Things about to get awesome. We rang somebody earlier. It was a text message that came in, and they didn't answer, but jeez. It's the greatest thing that's ever happened. Uh, they're still rocking a wicked welcome from the 90s. Uh, have a go at this. Have you missed it earlier? This is the initial one that kicked us off. Hey, man. Due to global mobilisation, you can't make conversation with... Andrew Smith. <laughs> but no consternation. Just leave vocalisation after audio notification. <laughs> So you spend about six bucks for these, <laughs> and they leave a sweet little spot for you to say your name. Um, most people would just do it like Andrew Smith, and it doesn't really match, which is part of the beauty of it. That's what makes it so good. I reckon if if the person was to actually, if old Rastafari mate said Andrew Smith, it wouldn't be as funny. No, that's no the way. whole. The kicker is that it's just so mismatched. hundred percent. Keep texting through if you know someone that's got one. Uh, text your number because we'll do a batch of these after six o'clock as well. But we're flat out calling some beauties. 
you can call me Dave Blackie. <laughs> Son, but you can't call me stupid. It's a hard road finding the perfect woman, boy. So leave a message. Good on you, mate. At the tone, like record a, your message. It's just spates there, eh? Or um, I think he said Barry Crump in that one. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, next lot. Ah, you know who you call. Leave a message. Maybe they'll call you back. Then again, maybe they won't. That's how life is. Point is, you've done what you can. Have a nice day. Hi, I'm David Hartland. I'm not one to gossip, but Tanya is out with the glitterati. So leave a message, and of course, my lips are sealed. Next one. The three warriors went forth in their magic canoe to catch the mighty Tina <laughs> and save the tribe's biscuits. But when they came to or stumbled upon the hut, which was called to Fara Move, all they found was this big sign saying, "Leave a message." Yo, yo, me arma. It's too bling bling for your ring ring. You better lay down some rhymes so they can battle back at ya. Last one. Hey, my bezel. What's the dizzle? This is your old shizzle. Cheryl. Leave your bones after the fizzle, and I'll get back to you when it's tell a fizzle, nizzle. Oh, do you reckon that back in the 90s, Cheryl was a bit of a recreational weed smoker? Oh, um, I don't reckon him. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Jay, and Tuck. Jay, in all my years on planet Earth, there's something that I've learned, and I'll share this with you. What is it? Compliments are harder to come by than complaints. People will quite happily complain about anything in this day and age. Um, but a compliment, poof, very hard for someone to dish out. I was just listening to this thing that Kevin Hart was talking about. He was talking about how people, and this Russell Brand too, was talking about how people trade in negatives. And that it's just so much easier. Even in Instagram, when you put something up and you see all of these like, that's awesome, go you, well done, congratulations. And then there's one that goes, that's shit. And you're like, oh, oh no, I must be shit. Well, that's it, I'm going to climb right. And then you, then you go to battle with some prick you don't even know. And and you just bypass all there of might the have positives. Been, yeah, there might have been 49 positive comments and, and one that one and that you the, focus on. And that's the only one that you respond to. Why is that? Oh, I don't know. But I thought it was worth highlighting um, a compliment from a neighbour. Um, <laughs> I've got a piece of paper here. This is not my neighbour, by the way. This is a listener who sent us oh, uh, awesome. a letter they got in the post. Which you would think would be a complaint. Like, when's the last time a neighbour put something in your letterbox that was like, hey, keep up the good work? We got a series of complaints when we had this flat in Takapuna. And like, a, I'm talking like probably 30 plus. Jesus. And then we minimised them all. And then that was what made up the basis of a massive final going away party where we just destroyed this place. <laughs> Anywho. <clears throat> Dear drum player of Caribbean Drive. We live in the neighbourhood and over the past few months think that the live music you've been playing is great. It's what the neighbourhood needs, exclamation mark. <laughs> Good this already, eh? We would be delighted if you could learn and play some Queen, David Bowie, ACDC, Peter Frampton, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Metallica, Led Zeppelin, ZZ Top, Elton John, Jimi Hendrix, The Who and Steely Dan. <laughs> Bracket. We know that's a lot, but we thought, why not? Plus, it's a great selection. You're doing well. <laughs> 
or the Live Aid lineup is handwritten in after this has been typed. So oh, they're, they're like, they've oh. gone back and been like, Jed, the Live Aid, it's one of our favourites. I forgot the Live Aid album. Um, it would be awesome if you play those artist songs every Tuesday, Thursday and Friday nights, if you're around in brackets, maybe even Sunday evening between the hours of 4.30pm and 7pm. That way, we will be home and it won't coincide with Game of Thrones on Monday <laughs> We know this is a big request, but we love music, brackets, especially live music, close bracket. You've greatly improved since when you first moved into the neighbourhood and it's okay if you don't take this request up. We hope you consider our request for more live music and the specified artists above. Hope this doesn't come across as creepy, but we thought, what the hell? Exclamation mark. Bracket. If there is a whole band, no objections to that either. Exclamation mark. Close bracket. Thanks for the drum playing. Yours sincerely, the neighbourhood listeners. Smiley face. P.S. Handwritten. No pressure. That is one of the best letters that I've ever seen. So good. I like it. This is Caribbean Drive. That sounds like a dope place to live. Does. Um, Quick Google Maps search on that. Well done. That's mate. When was the last time you wrote anything positive to somebody? Nah, like when you're literally typing something out that's not just a quick sentence uh, on social media or whatever. That means you're really committing. Like they must love his bloody drum playing. I love that. That's great yeah, stuff. So go see. There's some good news for your Thursday afternoon. Yeah, and you might not get any other. So yes, go. Congratulations there's to the still, residents, or at least one resident of Caribbean Drive. There's still hope for the human race, New Zealand. Jay and Doug. And it's time to launch a brand new uh, segment on the radio show, and it is a New Zealand radio first. We're uh, crossing to Jim Cawthorn, who is broadcasting uh, for his new segment, Toilet Talk Back, uh, out of the Mediwix Toilets. It's just gone at 10 past five. You're here in the men's toilets at MediaWorks HQ. Jim Cawthorn live on Toilet Talkback. We are talking Israel Folau, uh, head of his code of conduct hearing. I uh, wanted to get your thoughts. I've got on 0800 Toilet. I believe it is Aaron joining us in Cubicle 3. Aaron, hello. Hey, what's your thoughts on the whole uh, Israel Folau situation? Understandable. Thank you, Aaron. I believe we're going to cubicle two. We've got Dan, Dan Webby. Israel for that. Yeah. What's your thoughts? I think he's an arsehole. Oh, it's coming a little bit hot there. Understandable. Oh, I think we've uh, might have been cut off there. Anyone else? Yeah. Producer Jeremy. Okay, thank you. Melbrick. Melbrick, you're the cleaner. Is that, are you the cleaner? Yeah. Oh, cleaner. How are you, mate? What's your What's your thoughts on the old Israel Folau situation? Do you think you'll get a second chance? Uh, about what, sir? You know, Israel Folau, the league player. I don't know, sir. I actually don't watch that one. You don't think you'll get a second chance? Yeah. Well, thank you. No. It's fine. Sometimes they do get a little bit stage fright. Um, final, take the final call for this one. Jake. Israel Folau. Do you reckon he'll get a second chance? What? Israel Folau. Do you think Israel Folau will get a second chance? Uh, no, I, I say, I say it's a bit low, you know? 
He's stuffed up. Yeah. Hey, thanks for your time there, Jake. Uh, talk, talk bag that is brought to you by Cotton Softs. Bless your little Cotton Softs. We'll be back right after this. It's one of, if not the most special individuals I've ever had the pleasure of knowing and calling my friend. It's a little bit echoey. We need to sort that out. But geez, it's I reckon a toilet. What are you expecting? Be back. I don't know. Or we'll better plant some mics or something. Jay and Tuck. Here is Sean Piercy with your unusual news. Last hour, you heard freakishly tall mate pop squat and photo. And coming up at 6.30, new study finds Holden versus Ford debate, just a male version of astrology. But now, happily single man whose only set of sheets haven't dried going bareback tonight. Thanks to the Batuta Advocate, your unusual headlines. Good evening. For your unusual headlines this hour, I'm Sean Piercy. A local, very eligible bachelor has been forced to bite the bullet this evening and admit defeat. After trying to chalk up an easy win by washing his sheets, the unnamed was hoping that the set would dry during a crisp autumn day hanging over a clothes source in his garage. However, as he arrived home after a day serving the finest 91 on offer, he was greeted by sheets damper than an otter's pocket. Bugger, he sighed, acknowledging the fact that he was going bareback on the mattress protector tonight for the second time this year. Like any bachelor living out of home, the man only owns one pair of sheets. So when he decides to peel them away from the bed to go through the washer, he desperately needs the linen to dry before sundown. Oh, well, things could always be worse, he said as he polished off the last of his double pack of meager ring noodles. Hopefully Mum will buy me another pair of sheets at Christmas so this doesn't happen again. For News Hub and the Batuta Advocate, I'm Sean Piercy. Oh, gee, that's good stuff. <laughs> yeah, it could be... I, I could listen to that all day. Jay and Dunks drive home. He's only got 18 days to break the record for running from Bluff to Cape Preinga. And it's all in the name of raising funds for child poverty in New Zealand. Here he is, Curly Jacobs. What a oh, legend. the man, the myth, the legend. Curly, welcome to the show, mate. Um, am I right in saying you're currently on a break? And by break, that means you're allowed to walk instead of run. <laughs> yeah, but I'm managing to keep running. I've got a howling tower wind behind me, and uh, it's really good. It means I can keep running. <laughs> so just for those people that have just picked up your story, you are running from Bluff to Cape Brianga. Correct. Why? Yeah. Oh, someone said there was going to be a box of chocolates at the other end. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, this is crazy. So you're, you're raising funds and awareness for child poverty in New Zealand. You're running for between 16 and 18 hours of every day until you run the length of the country. Uh, exactly. Yeah, I know. It's, it's crazy. Well, nothing, there's nothing, nothing wrong with a good challenge. It is crazy, but it is crazy that we have um, poverty for our children within New Zealand. So this is, this is all great stuff. How many kilometres is it and how many days are you anticipating taking to get there? It's got to be done on State Highway 1 and it's about 2,100 k's all up. Yeah, the record is 18 days, 9 hours. Um, I think I'm still on, on track. I just had to have a 15-minute power nap before, and, uh, but I'm back out there doing it. And, uh, yeah, I hope to do it in well, 17 days, which means two and a half, three marathons a day. Oh, yeah. my goodness. So, uh, obviously, you're a pretty handy runner. You've been doing ultra marathons for a while. Yep. But nothing can prepare you for something like this, you know. It's uh, one marathon a day you can do. Two, uh, yeah, nah, yeah, nah. And then three, well, nah, it's just a whole different ball game and whole unknown uh, 
space where I'm going, I sort of start squeaking a bit in that last marathon. Well, I bet you do, because <laughs> no, your, your aim is to knock over 130 kilometres a day in order to get to the top in this 18 days. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, if I can do that, I, I'll smash it, you know, but... Uh, uh, the reality is, it, it, it's well, the last couple of days have been under that. But uh, hey, you got to start out with some figure in mind, don't you? Absolutely. Hey, New Zealand's a great place to be running around. I just do my own personal little things from running from, say, New Plymouth to, to Napier um, via the Shadow and, and stuff. And, you know, just little adventures like that. <laughs> How do you manage to maintain fueling your body? How do you take on liquid? How do you take on fuel? Ah. Uh, Major um, crew uh, is number one. They're feeding me every um, every half hour with high fat um, smoothies, can of coconut cream, an avocado, and a banana in a, in a smoothie, and uh, with a dollop of coconut oil. And I can run for yeah. Well, it used to be a couple of hours, but I'm burning that up a bit sooner. Sooner than that, <laughs> I remember, and for whatever reason, it stuck for me probably because pizza's my favorite food. But when I was little, I remember hearing about an ultra marathon runner and they literally just rolling pieces of pizza up and just they were just shoveling that down. But obviously, you got a little bit cleaner than that. Uh, yeah, but I did have a practice run on that a few weeks ago. I went into a pizza shop and I said, Can I have a veggie pizza thin base, but don't cut it up? I said, I'm actually going to roll it up and see how it goes. And it, was, it was good, you know. It was <laughs> big Cheech and Chong doobie <laughs> style pizza. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, it's only for medical purposes only. Am I right in saying for, because um, I'm pretty sure the um, people that are doing the Tour de France have to get woken up um, while they're sleeping to keep their legs going, otherwise they just seize up. So, are you, like, how much sleep are you having? Are you doing anything like that? Like getting an alarm clock to, and then moving the legs so they don't just completely get filled up full yeah. of acid. Yeah. Um, actually, getting to sleep is my biggest problem because as soon as my mind switches off, the pain just hits the legs and I just hit the, you know, my quads and knees and hips just start throbbing. It's unbelievable. And uh, I can't roll over. I can't do anything for a while. And then I think I just pass out. <laughs> and then, yeah, the alarm goes off at half three and I'm finding it no problem to get up and, they poke me out the door, lock the door, and say, "Okay, no allowed back in there until bloody ten o'clock, mate." Ten o'clock, three thirty a.m. till ten p.m. I'm We're, beyond impressed. Yeah, it's absolutely phenomenal. We're going to follow you all the way through. We we'll set up a keyword as well to try and raise, help you raise some funds. Um, if you want to get in behind Curly, uh, text the keyword "run" and send it off to three five two zero. And we're going to catch up with you every couple of days. Um, we're about to run in this afternoon, so if people see you, they can give you a bit of a toot. Um, I'm heading into Timaru at the moment. Yeah, I can't remember how far north we'll keep going, but as long as I don't fall asleep when it gets dark, like I say, that last marathon makes you squeak a bit. <laughs> Put it, putting it politely. You know? <laughs> I am um, beyond impressed, Curly Jacobs. I can't even carry on a conversation while walking up the two flights of stairs that we've got to get up to the studio with. And uh, you've been uh, you've been you've been running without break, and uh, and I'm puffed talking to you. <laughs> Oh, wicked. Hey, well, it's been great talking to you guys, man. It's, uh, uh, it just gives me a, a good break and can have a bit of a chuckle and, and it makes me think, jeepers, uh, what a crazy buggy you are. <laughs> oh, you're mate, you're nice. absolutely loose. You're well on the spectrum. Yeah, handy. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll give you a buzz tomorrow afternoon and we'll check in and, yeah, we'll follow your journey up the country. What a huge effort and a bloody great cause, Curly. Oh, awesome, dudes. Awesome. It's uh, great to chat with you. 
You can follow his journey and help donate by texting, like we said, run to 3520. The Rocks, Jay and Dunk. Had an important meeting this morning, Jay. Yes. Pull the curtain back a wee bit. Sometimes we get asked to do, uh, to MC uh, awards nights, um, things like that for corporate companies. We, we did a New Zealand Young Farmers one earlier this year um, and had one come through and they said, do you want to do one for two degrees? And I was like, yes, I've been a two degrees customer for I don't know, like nine years or something like that. There it is. I hope they've reached deep into the pockets. It was enough to make me go, oh, yeah, right, I'll do it. Not really knowing what it was. So yeah. I turned up to this meeting. Uh, I thought it was some sort of awards night. And I turned up to this meeting and I meet a couple of lovely ladies. And pretty much the opening line was like, hey, nice to meet you. How do you feel about wearing makeup? <laughs> <laughs> To which you replied, 100% comfortable. I was like, bloody love it, mate. Load me up. Where are they going to put makeup? Most of your face is covered in foliage. Yeah, i got a little bit of a beard. Have you ever had to dress up for any of your MC gigs? Why, what do you mean dress up? Are you dressing in drag or are you just getting dusted with makeup? Oh, no, it's a proper dress up. What have you had to dress up as? Jeez, I don't know. I went went along as the Day of the Dead Mexican one for the Vodafone Christmas party one. Oh, that's cool. It was cool. Oh, bloody badass. Full face skeleton and stuff. Apart from that, not a lot. Ever seen the movie Alice in Wonderland? Yes. <laughs> oh, this is good. Alice? <laughs> or the cat? <laughs> I'm going as the Mad Hatter. <laughs> yes! <laughs> but you know what? So at first I was like, oh, dress up. Dress but, up's mega. Nah, but that, and, and then instantly I thought back to all the times I've dressed up and I've had like some of the best nights of my life. And I'm always the guy that dresses up to the nines, so I was well into it Like once I started going through that thought, thought process. Do you like, have to shave your beard? Nah, well... Uh, Are they going to go Mad Hatter with a beard? Oh, it's like the, probably the Mad Hatter that's let himself go. <laughs> <laughs> the Mad Hatter that's just checked out a rehab. <laughs> Do you get those real creepy... Um, because wasn't Johnny Depp was the Mad Hatter. So that's what I said. Look, if I'm going to do this, I'm going full proper. I want Ginger here. I'm going to get um, Mike Garvey's Mrs. Andrea, um, who's a professional makeup artist. Going to get her to give me the full Johnny Depp one with the like um, the contact lenses Sick. and just smash it to bits. And then I also said I'm going to require a teapot with some teacups, and I'll be serving myself gin and juice out of the teapot all night long. That is sick. See, I love a dress-up. I'm not af- not afraid of a dress-up. I just don't like to go half-assed. I like to go full Hollywood prosthetic scenario. That's it. Which I, we need to find someone that can do that so that we can just come up with a whole bunch of random scenarios. What do you want to go with? Honestly, my, um, Mike Garvey's um, Mrs. Andrea, check her out on Instagram. Andrea Howes is her Instagram account. She does the full prosthetics, like makes them from scratch. Oh like you want to look like half your face me. is hanging off your head and you're carrying it around in your hand? Easy. Like, like I currently am. <laughs> Like you do it four o'clock on a Sunday morning. Who's it? That's wicked. Yeah, so next Friday. Hey, man, um, that's exciting. Well I'm, done. I'm tank work for next Friday because I was like, oh, it's going to be too stressful to try and do two things at once. And it's at a pub too. So I was like, I'll be arriving nice and early. Um, so I guess that means that I won't be there either because without show, there's no punch. Mate, take the afternoon off next Friday. We won't be here. And you and I and I promise to upload to Instagram about just how good I look as a ringer and a top hat. That's a full that's a full day commitment getting changed into that sort of ensemble. Oh yeah, I'm yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna but go worth it. I'm going deep, guys. I'm full method acting. Yes. I've now I've got to think of what sort of voice I'm gonna use. He's guys as it what if we'll find not, it. I'm we'll not, find it. I'm not putting on a voice. Do it, put on the voice. Oh no, I'm gonna He's just like, Hey Gan <laughs> Isn't he like what hell you Oh no he's not He is I'm not doing that. I'm drawing the line there I'm not doing a funny I'll voice. Find him. Here he is Alice you're terribly late you know naughty <laughs>
Jay, you're terribly late, you know. Naughty. Naughty. <laughs> I'll see. Maybe. Another 500 bucks, I'll do it. <laughs> the Rocks, Jay and Dunk.